Nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. What you base your happiness around. Material yes, sir. This is the bonus episode of No Ideas Original. We call this one Reinventing the Wheel. Giving you bonuses, son. What's Giving good, you bro? Bonus. What's going on, bro? How's your week, man? How was your week? Oh, man. COVID-19. Yeah. A whole different world. This, this, this past week, you know what the highlight was, boy. The Teddy Riley versus the Babyface. My Lord, son. Teddy Riley versus Babyface, boy. That first go round, Teddy Riley was out of pocket. Yo, son. He came back with the heat. Yeah, he came back with the heat. I, I was, I was gonna say, I had, you had me and Nelson there. Real, we was dancing like we was in it our zone. Took just you, yeah, it took you back, right? Real quick, like yo, I forgot he made that. Like yeah. it's crazy. Son. Took you back, boy. I, I honestly feel like I don't know. I don't know. Who we could say actually won because to me that's just two really dope producers and dope writers that had the opportunity Listen, to work man. with so many artists that <laughs> it was like pardon me if you know the purpose or you can see the purpose of why Swiss and Timberland is putting it together is in this downtown let's take our attention off the things we're going through and put our attention back on what we collectively agree on and that's good music yeah. to hear those songs even if it took you back to high school when you met somebody mm -hmm. Or it was that summertime or that wintertime. That was that's the whole purpose to have someone on that wavelength. For a sec, just for a minute. Yeah. Then you can go back to worrying to what you was doing. Yeah. But I'ma leave this impression on you. So, you know, setting it off with the premier Rizza and then mm -hmm. that, I mean, there's gonna be more down the line that yeah. people are gonna anticipate. They and say probably have it versus That'd be dope. But yeah. you know what is crazy about that is that them guys work together so Same much. Camp. She yeah, it's the same. But did he do that? Like, yeah. nah, that's so. Well, that's, you but know, that's, not, but it, it's, that'd be a dope. There's controversy in um, the Babyface and Teddy Riley battle. Also, people saying oh. that some of the shit that Teddy Riley played, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Riley played, <laughs> um, uh, get you home tonight, the Foxy Brown joint. But they was like Trackmasters really did that. Wow, so, I took the credit for it because his name yeah. is the executive producer. His yeah. name is on that. But that's my beat, though. Yo, all those memes was accurate, though. Teddy Riley is the example of doing too much. Like, yo, his first go round with the hype man. Why? The, the keyboard. Where was the he at? Why are you like he was in the official studio, man? Yeah, that's definitely an example. Let's <laughs> Sitting somewhere, thinking too much. Yo, let's turn this into a. Let's do oh, that. Bro, we can have this. And you get everyone in there. And you don't know nothing about just hitting play on your fucking phone. Yeah, you I, off. I think the reason why the, the echo was mad fast because like everybody in the room was probably on live, right? And trying to listen to it and see if they can hear it themselves. It's like, yeah, come on, man. it was it was surprising that they didn't catch it before. You know what I'm saying it went on for a while. Like y'all, yeah, y'all only see what people are saying. Y'all looking at the phone. Yo, so, I'm gonna tell you what Teddy did though. It was the finesse move for the second go round. So the second go round, Teddy hit Babyface with the um. Yo, my, my my phone about to die, so I got to get a charger. When Teddy went and got a charger, I don't know if you peeped it, Teddy came back. He wasn't on Babyface Instagram anymore. He was like, yo, I'm over here on the Teddy Riley Instagram. He was in the studio with the full setup. Yo, the sound and that shit sound like surround sound. Say like he was word. in the amphitheater. Say yeah, word. Yeah, came back. And then Babyface kept trying to log on and everything. <laughs> but at least we got like 15 to 20 good songs out of it. Yeah. It was worth it. It was like... <coughs> it was nostalgic. I was listening to songs thinking about Skate Yo, I almost, I totally forgot he did this show. Yeah. Talk he about the first. High school. That was, because that song, 
growing up, that song was like, for me, like the first song I heard when I was I was allowed outside to play. Like one of them songs that just take you there. Yeah, I remember where I was. And that song yeah. was always playing in someone's car, someone's box. Dottie, Dottie, all yeah. of the, Roxanne, them two, Roxanne. them songs yeah. was everywhere yeah. you went. Son. Yeah. You know what song for me was that when I first, I mean, I was young. I, I would go out with my older brother, but remember Just Ice Latoya? Yeah. That, that came right after that, son. <laughs> Yeah, that that little that little time and space was yeah. dope, son. So that I had a freaking uh, the same night of the battle had a leak. Really? Yeah. Right right in, in the sink. Yeah, yeah. The sink upstairs. So now I gotta switch out the tile. Well, I had you, to fix the you, pipe. You were sitting here and noticed it there. Oh. I was yeah. I was down here watching the, um the battle on the TV and listening wow. and everything. And I was like, damn, why it sound like it's raining in my house? Oh, and went wow. upstairs, and Tanya was upstairs, like, oh, there's an issue with the pipe under they the sink. They so they got it taken care of. I was, like, yeah, I, I fixed it. I, I fixed it. Yeah. Two time and ass, <laughs> two time and I, yeah, ass I, over I, here. I fixed it, boy. I'm not trying to pay the plumber. Hey, look, this this show is about reinventing the wheel, right? That's right. So I got to reinvent myself. I got to be a handyman. Now that you got the time and space, man, it's time to pick yourself apart. Knowledge yourself, man. Know who you are. Know what your weaknesses are. Know why you can't do something. And don't be afraid. To go in them areas that you're not you yeah, uncomfortable yeah, doing, yeah, son. Yeah. Or just try, or, or be challenged enough to do something new. Learn a language. Keep it real. Go learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or Mandarin. Now, since we since we got beef with China, so we, we don't need to know what them <laughs> niggas is talking about. Word is boss. What huh? you do this past week? Um, <clears throat> this week was just you know doing some more studying on my on my herbal class. Um, just doing a lot of research, man. I did reach out to this aquaponic farm. I told you I'm going I'm to start my yeah. aquaponic farm out there. And this lady does it in Brooklyn on rooftops. Huh? Where is going, son? And she got the whole setup. She produces uh, fruits and vegetables for, for the, the local restaurants and, and the hood. She gives them out <clears throat> to certain families who, of course, you know, yeah, can't, yeah, can't get them. You know what I'm saying? As, you know, Know, something for the community or whatever, and that 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 part of um, that idea, idea came at when you know just being at home doing something with, with just lose time and all that. Yeah, wanting to start a farm. So yeah, man, it's it's you gotta use time wisely, be. Yeah, you gotta get on it. Yeah. So so for this episode, we don't talk about productivity during the downtime. Uh, we also talk about businesses having to possibly look at a new approach to business. And then we're going to talk about how the celebrity and entertainment industry has been hit hard as a result right. of the coronavirus. We also want to remind you guys that if you haven't already got your body bomb, your brother's body bomb, please go yes, to sir. Brother's Body Bomb on Instagram. Yes, Use sir. the code NOIDEALRIDGE for 30% off. And like we said in the last episode, get your hands right for your ladies. Get your feet right. Get your feet Make sure right. Make sure you moisturize. Your feet, man, because if anything, that's, that's the more exposed part of your body, man. You want your feet looking right. You want your feet, you know, hands and everything looking, looking proper. Especially if we have a summer. <laughs> <laughs> so pro productivity during downtime. Well, here's one thing that I want to say that I don't want to diminish. Like, I know as a result of all of this that's going on, there's definitely going to be a lot of trauma associated with this. So there are going to be people that when it's all said and done, that businesses may potentially go out of business. People may lose jobs. There are people that, as a result of this, have lost tons of loved ones. So I don't want to downplay um, any of that by saying that, hey, while all this is going on, you should be doing something. 
But the flip side of it is what I do want to say is that, you know what, what better time than now to take advantage of having free time to actually, you know, reinvigorate, to to, to re-educate, to step out of your comfort zone to try something new. You know, we were talking before we even got started and, you know, even just, just, just saying like, look, you know, if we didn't have this pause right now in the nation, well, beyond the nation, across the world, would people be doing the things that they're doing? You know, like right now, content that we consume is at an all-time high. You click on Instagram, everybody and their mom is on live. If my grandma was on Instagram, she'd probably be on live now. You know, there's you know just so crazy? many different things that people got going on. Content is a killer. I just seen a poll where almost 500 million people have made a TikTok versus 500,000 people, not even 500,000 people that tweeted, or tweeted, whatever yeah. the fuck tweet you. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're talking about, this is where new waves, new things come into play when you have this downtime, man, because they know people are watching. So let me throw something out there that's gonna have people's attention. This is the best time to read. Yeah. This is, yeah. actually, this is the perfect time to read. Yeah. At your pace, no one's saying you got to read a book in a day. Don't mm-hmm. try to read. I'm not a reader like that. Yeah. I read a couple paragraphs. Put I put it down. It down. Yeah. And sometimes in those paragraphs, I might write down a couple of phrases and things that I Stop have in mind. Yeah, but yeah. like, oh, shit, that meant something. And put that down. So this is in a time like this, being productive in that stint, in that, in that instance of self-development, always pushing your own yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by that, by change of course, go learn a language, learn plumb. I don't know what it is, whatever you want, learn how to bake, make cookies. Right now, I'm gonna plug um, Real Edible Treats, mm-hmm. my, my my wife's, uh, my brother-in-law, you know, in this downtown, came up with these beautiful ideas of, of edibles, infused edibles. You got the muffins and they got this infused drink too, that's that's really that's, dope. That's so, bugging it, just telling me the drink. Yo, the drink, and it was, it was um, June Plum, it's a, a, a West Indian fruit, but the taste of it almost tastes like a pear. But I was like, oh shit, oh no, I felt that. <laughs> <coughs> so I'm like, and my, my wife was like, that's infused. So I was like, wow, this is dope. In a time like this, all, in a time like this, all these ideas that probably been sitting in the back of people's mind. Now the time they're like, oh shit, now I got a clear window to yeah, do it. Now's the time to burn. Now's the time to get out there, man. Yeah, I was telling you, like, when it comes to um, books, yeah, I'm like the, the opposite. Like, if I crack open a book and it's a page turner, it's hard, I'm, I become so captivated, it's hard for me yeah. to, to, um, to put it down. But I do think, you know, you see all this stuff online, all these challenges that people got going on. Like, there was some time, probably like last year, when they was doing the book challenge. They should bring that back around, because I do think that people should open up a book. And I'm not saying that the book that people crack keep open necessarily... Keep a small library. I go as far as say keep a small library. Yeah. Find out if there might be a plenty, a plethora of books that you like. You might like biographies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of a uh, non-fiction type reader. I want to know about true Truth. science. Truth. I want to know about true politics mm-hmm. and, and true health. I don't want no foo-foo Fugazi trying to sell me a pill type shit. I know because they'll get you, son. They have you in GNC buying everything off the fucking shelf. Nah, and, and you got and it's good to stay grounded and um and and just just keeping yourself aware. Which this time now, hopefully in this time, will keep us a little bit more aware. Which yeah. no one can throw a little fastball pot by us 
and we not know why they doing it or what's the purpose of them doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of the things that always appealed to me about books is like <clears throat> a lot of the books that I like to read are also books that talk about behind the scenes stuff. Like, right. I had read some time ago last year. I had read like the um, behind the scenes of In Living Color. Remember the show In Living yeah, Color? Yeah, yeah, Like stuff like that fascinates me because a lot of times people only see the end product of things and they appreciate the end product, but they don't actually know what went into it. Yeah, like what the ingredients, son. Yeah, like who, <laughs> who actually did the writing? Right. You know, what was the chemistry like between the, the actors right, right, um, right, right, behind right. the scenes? You know, who, what, what did the producers have to say about it? Why was it canceled? And just apply that concept to other things like just that natural curiosity about how things work and why things work and why things go like that that to me is something that's extremely important so most of the time yeah. when i'm picking up a book that's what i'm picking up a book for because i'm like i, I want to know curious yeah, yeah i want to know i want to know like what's the what was, behind the scenes what was the end result of that yeah yeah no and listen man if you live with the end result you've already manifested your destiny right there so yeah that's a good thing man the other thing that i've been trying to make sure i get in i was sharing with you today is like yo that the exercise piece though is important yo, to me. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, yo, so that's official. The, 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 the Peloton, you know, the Peloton. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not trying to give them free promotion. But right, right, right. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. What you're saying, but you got a piece of equipment. Yeah, already. but the the Peloton. What I think makes it a really good product is the fact that you actually have the built-in training. Now, a lot of people get roped into thinking it's Say only less. spinning. Say less. It's, right yeah, it's it's morning cycling like this yoga on it there's meditation there's um arm you exercise sit there and do that yep you sit there and do it or you yeah. put it on on the actual screen and right. then you put your mat out and you can do whatever the exercise is but the value of it is that you actually have a trainer there on there pushing you with it and then so, they build I mean, their social media where you interact with other people on it too now in my mind right this is my mind you're <laughs> on that shit and you just on a trail like are you actually like following someone on a trail? Nah. So the way it I'm works, I'm thinking you on there like you're in a fucking video game, and you just I, you know what they may they may have that, but you could do like live classes where yeah. there's live instructors and there are other people around the country right doing it. And now the live instructors, we'll talk about this a little bit. They, they can actually they, they can actually have the camera going up the hill like you're they going build up the hill, yeah, you can have to build and the background. intensity in the bike ends up. You know, know what I'm saying? Some I'm of just, some some of the the intensity. That's why we here now. See, see this thing like, of future stupid shit. That's why we have five G. Some of the intensity though, or some of the, the workouts that you get off of that is like, like, I'll, right. I'll get on that bike and within five minutes I'll break like a a, a serious sweat. I mean, so yeah. you know, like to me there has to be a commitment to exercise. I think a lot of people are sitting I have to in the get, house. I have, I have to get a little better, and I, and I and I know better being an athlete and playing ball as long as I did. I, I know you're supposed to. Well, even, even if you go for a walk around your complex, he, he, yo, the, the the rule of thumb, me for growing up was playing ball. I did ten push-ups in the morning and ten before I went to bed. Mm -hmm. Straight like that. Yeah. And before you know it, you seen the result, and it wasn't nothing crazy, but you can handle yourself. If you fell, you know how to mm -hmm. catch yourself. You wasn't too. And you felt better. You, about was, a little bit, you was a little bit nimble all the time, so yeah, that's definitely got to do you, that like, too. This, this when we first got into this quarantine thing. How long has it been? Like my, my, I mean, like I was eating, I was eating everything under the sun though, bro. Like everything, there was not a clean place on the plate. Yo, listen. Snacks, whatever, whatever, whatever we had for dinner, the plate was full. And then I weighed myself. I was like, oh, snap. Easy, brother. Yeah, I got to, I need to reevaluate. So, yo, probably for like the last two weeks, I haven't had any bread. Like I try to, I try to cut a lot of rice and, 
things like that. My, yeah, and just trying to trying to eat a little bit better and, right. and exercise, you know. And that's right. that's again, right. if you don't have like the Peloton or you don't have the equipment and stuff like that, like just get up, stretch your legs, go for a workout. Yo, go for a workout. Something. Open up your lungs, man. Take a couple of deep breaths. Like seriously, open up your lungs. Take a couple of deep breaths. Just sit quietly somewhere with nothing running, nothing moving. You just sitting still. Stillness, the body needs that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, so we get caught up in having to do or wanting to do or making sure this got to be done because no one's going to do it. We put so much pressure on ourselves. And all of it's warranted, but what's not warranted is not checking yourself and say, look, I need to pause. pause yeah. Let me just stop. Like, I, going back to this quarantine, if this isn't an indication of that, mm -hmm. period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it stops everything. So, we have to invite more of that. They got meditation on there, too. <laughs> Yo, I meditate. I meditate before I go to bed. I meditate right before I get up in the morning. Whether, you know, it's, it's sonically or I listen to affirmations or I even create my own affirmations. That's um, dope. I know, I, I know a little bit about... Just that there's certain sounds and rhythms that you make that vibrate, you know what I'm saying, internally. They give you, you know what I'm saying, they give you a certain, you know, um, uh, sensation or whatever. But it's, it's. Have you ever tried yoga? Nah, you know what? I did yoga two times. That's I, I, hard. I asked, <laughs> I asked my doctor about yoga. They said you should ask because, uh, you know, dealing with hypertension or whatever, because your blood pressure can either increase. Or decrease yeah. by the time you get up and you're moving. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a <laughs> head rush. Now my head is spinning. You, you know, your pressure goes up and down. They told me to kind of lay off of that uh -huh. for a little while. So, yeah. but I, I've, I I've um, what I do is in my garage. I do I do these qigong positions, mm -hmm. and it's all about breathing. This is old guy. I think it's called. Um, I think it's Doctor Love Qi. She got Dr. Love something on Instagram versus the older guy down in the, I think it's Dayton Beach, Florida. <clears throat> he has these. Florida, I'm a fucking retired. He, yes, he's retired. He's an old <laughs> dude. But there's these, these certain movements that all, which are breathing, just open up your lungs. And you ain't moving but, but so far. You know what I'm saying? You're not on the floor. You're not bending. You're not, but you kind of got yourself firm in your position. And all you're doing is open up your lungs. Oxygen, if. We don't know from what we're going through. This is the most important thing that we need to be paying attention to. Knowing how to breathe. Yeah. We don't know how to breathe. And people say, how you know how to breathe? I'm breathing now. No. You inhale. We don't want you to take there, There's portions to your lungs that don't get oxygen to, just because you're talking. It's parts, you know what I'm saying? You're not, it's not, you're not getting all the oxygen in your lungs for that oxygen to get into your blood and not get to circulate your body your body needs that shit too just like it needs water another thing that gives us all for but yeah. it's another story yeah and then home improvements like um like i said yeah we had a little flood i fixed the pipe actually connecting with um my man chavier he, he's out in new orleans and he's all he's also my sneaker plug like he give me a lot, yeah. of, a lot of exclusive how you doing that you get anything new nah I, you know yeah. i kind of fell back ain't nothing really that's, yeah okay. I, when I do buy sneakers, listen, when I buy sneakers, I'm not buying them at this point to wear. They got to be something special for me to wear. I'm buying them to flip. Right. But um, he ended up giving me um, that last dance. 
Oh, oh, years, oh, oh yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, me and him been politicking back and forth. He's doing a lot of home repairs in, in his house um, right now. So now's a good time. Like, if if the missus been after you, like, yo, you got to go out and you got to paint the columns in front of the house or my plant this or do this or that. My neighbors are putting an extension on their house right now. Niggas, a whole, they got the blue tarp. Get out of here. And out there banging it. Now you see the structure like, this niggas done built the room in the quarantine, son. <laughs> How dope is that? Like, yeah. you just look like, see? It's, it's, it got to be indicative of human behavior that when you're in a position like this where you can't do something, life invokes you to be creative. Exactly. Without, it's just, exactly. voila, yeah. son. You had a brain. Yeah. You had imagination. All of a sudden, how did I get there? You yeah. know what I mean? Is it unfortunate, though, that creativity comes from a place of, you know, usually it's like lack of resources or when you feel like, you know what, you shit, got, I'm in a bind, you know I'm is? stuck, I got nothing to do. nothing else to occupy. And that's exactly it. And then that's when creativity is forced. And all that creativity that previously existed that you never tapped so into. So minus, minus, now imagine <laughs> if you minus all the distractions and what stay you right could, what in creativity. you creative. could do, yeah. We sit here forever just being like two yeah. kids yeah. just eating fucking s'mores, looking at the stars, just looking, just being, come yeah. on, man. But yeah, that, that sounds like some kitty shit, but that's exactly what. That's just my, my thing. It's human behavior, man. Yeah, I'm challenging everybody though, like during this time, and I don't know how much longer we're gonna actually be in quarantine because it seems like the government is like foot on the throttle, like yo, we got. They won't get niggas back to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and so, niggas, niggas chilling. Yeah, so you know, y'all like, don't, don't found new ideas that make. <laughs> 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 we need y'all niggas back to work. Yeah, we, we probably got like a month, but I'm, I'm challenging everybody. It's crazy, like, man. Hey, shout out. a skill, man. Shout out to the frontliners, man. Yeah. God bless y'all, man. Just y'all put on, y'all put on that armor. Taking that risk. And going right in head first to get that job done. And then you coming back home and got to hazmat yourself to go back home to your family. To your loved ones, right? Shouting Leave, your leave, leaving too, your man. house, your loved ones to go care for somebody else's In this time ones. of productivity y'all being the most productive man y'all keeping people safe but speaking on productivity we actually have you know we have a um a caller that's going to call in and is going to talk to us yeah my about cousin, this man. black black history calendar um beautiful calendar yeah, beautiful calendar just, man y'all you guys i think you guys are like this man when we, when we push this calendar out um it has some very very it's, it's very visual and the days on the calendar are just all soaked up with information. I mean, it's 365 days. We've been on this planet for so long. I would think we've done something every day of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or whether whether we, we we were born on a certain day, or even if we've passed on on a certain day, yeah. we we got significant days. That's so, what I was saying. Like this dope. The, the to me, the positive representation of what Black folks have done throughout the year and actually having a visual for people to have the ability to see that right. is something that I think that people are really going to appreciate. So let's get him on the phone. He could talk to us more about what the actual calendar looks like and what made him decide to create the calendar. Right. Hey guys, we got one of my good friends. He's actually my cousin, uh, Big Troy. Uh, Big Troy, introduce yourself, man. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Troy Ragland. And um, I am with Our Story Enterprises. Nice, and, nice. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You were about to say Our Story Enterprises? Yeah, I'm with Our Story Enterprises, and we are an African-American company. Uh, 
new startup, and uh, what we're doing right now is putting out um, some Black History information. Nice. And, uh, it's a little different than um, what you've seen traditionally, and right. uh, we try to update it and keep it modern and eye appealing and, and all of that stuff. I, I appeal, and I must say, man, because that one picture of Rosa Parks was a nice, was a nice rendition. I like how you did it. And then all the information of certain events on there was was informative too, man. I think you got something here, man. So I like I like how it's looking out, man. Yeah, you you said um, African American owned, man. We could have used you on the last episode because in the last episode we were talking about entrepreneurs. What inspired you to put the calendar together? Well, um, for me. And, and it's funny how this worked. Um, for me, I had been wanting to do something like this for a long time. And um, there was a series of events. You know how those, that happens. Yeah. Um, I had been wanting to do it for a while. Right. And then a buddy of mine, who I've known since second grade in PS 106 in the Bronx. Shout out the Bronx. He was, he was uh, and, and, and those of you who've been in the Bronx back in the 60s, it was... It's Eddie, the first black child that attended PS 106 who actually lived in Parkchester. Nice. Because at that time, African Americans in the 60s were not allowed to live in Parkchester. How about that? A little Bronx history right there. Or Co op City, I bet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, And so um, what happened was um, Eddie and I wound up getting together. So you know how it is through Facebook. Right, right. Everybody reconnect a little bit. Pull together. Yeah. And um, we had connected, and I didn't know that Eddie was doing web designs. In fact, I didn't even know he was alive. Mm. And so uh, what happened was my wife and I uh, went to Atlanta. Eddie's down in Atlanta, and um, we went down there paying a visit, man. And, and I remember we, we had lunch together, and I had brought up how I remembered that. Um, Sometimes we couldn't eat at lunch, and Eddie used to give me the food off his plate. Mm. Big shout outs to Eddie, man. Yeah. yeah. So, um. That's good stuff, you know, I, man. You know, I, had, I, had a, I had a tear or two come down, and uh, Eddie was telling me, you know, later on after I got back home, um, I still had wanted to do this project because I saw right. a lot of stuff out there that was missing. And uh, it turned out that um, I called Eddie. Because I knew what he was doing. He was doing design layouts. He was always good with art. Right. I said, hey, let's get together. Let's do this. And he was like, yeah, I've been wanting to do something like this for a long time. And so my side of the street is the technical side and the research side. Um, his side of the street. And what I mean by the technical side is, you know, making sure the facts and everything are correct. That's right. We need uh, facts. And making, sure, and making sure all the legal stuff on it is in place. That's right. Um, there you go. And his side, his side of the street is uh, doing the artwork, the design layout, and uh, doing the web stuff, making sure that that's properly in place. Right. Presentation. Um, I'm not a techie in that sense, so I know my side of the street. He knows his. We don't try to get on each other's side of the street. <laughs> I should stay in your lane, son. Stay in your lane. That's pretty much it. If you stay in your lane, you'll be pretty successful. That's great. Let me ask you, man. How much? How much research did you did you did you put into that? Um, when I first started, I went into it kind of like uh, we started in late December, and I'm going to say around December 30th. 
right before uh, the new year. Okay. And um, I was doing, you know, like maybe two hours a day, and then I was really, really getting into it. So I would go out mm. and I would do my day, and I would come back and I do right. four hours a day. And mm. then on the weekend, I do double that, you know, and right. I was on top of it every single day. That's right. And sometimes, sometimes I would cut it to my other business that I had and during my time and just work on this because the truth of the matter is that um, I started to learn more. That's right. I started to learn more. Yeah, I started to learn more. And then, you know, the project started becoming fun to do as opposed to something that was being teased. Right, yeah. You know? And so um, that helped me, helped propel me to continue moving forward on it. And I was smiling through it all the time because I was learning something new as I went. Because, you know, one thing took me to another place and another place took me to another thing, you know, and another thing took me to another place and another place took me to, you know, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. So, um, you know, even though I was hopping around a lot, you know, I was filling in the holes as I was going at the same time. And, um, and you know what? I do it all again. Yeah. That's what's impressive about it to me. You know, so for those who don't realize what we're talking about, we're talking about a calendar where for every day of the year, there is, uh, there is some sort of representation of something that's happened in black history. And I've seen other calendars who have, where people have done things like this, but I've never seen one that really captures black history. So, you know, we're talking about the research associated with it. I'm sure you probably learned a significant amount of things just right, just, just sitting there drools. going through it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know like i said it, it was it was a lot of fun to do and um, i'm actually working on 2022's calendar nice um and um we're going to start 2022 with uh dory miller um doris dory miller who was an african-american sailor um and everybody knows who he is about his heroics. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people do. Right. But what they don't know is is that the United States Navy has named its first ship, its first aircraft carrier, after Dory, Doris, Dory Miller, USS Miller. Right. Mm-hmm. Their name, USS Dory Miller, excuse, excuse me, is named after an African American male. About that. African American sailor that has never ever happened before. Yeah, he's a sailor, huh? He's probably a moor. Right. <laughs> right. That is something to be very very proud of. You know, um, another accomplishment that has just recently happened, and um, a lot of people don't know that. Right. And they're still stuck in in where they're at, and so you know, the more we know about ourselves, the better we feel about ourselves. Say that one more time, brother. Say, say that one more time. Exactly. You know, the more we the more we know about ourselves, the better we feel about ourselves. There you go. And um, yes, sir. you know, I'll never forget, you know, watching Muhammad Ali and listening to him talk and, and being so proud to be black mm-hmm. after listening to him talk. You know what I mean? That's right. Because what well, changed black men had felt a sense of pride and dignity and courage like they never had before. That's right. You understand? Because he now um Ali actually stood up to the man. Yes. And said the hell with you. That's right. Yeah. And that's why he was loved so much. Yeah, yeah. That's it's right. it's interesting because in the um 
the new Bulls documentary, The Last Dance, there's actually a piece in one of the episodes that's coming up where uh, Michael Jordan kind of gets, you know, he, he gets challenged or confronted on his lack of activism. And one of the things he says is he's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm not an activist. Muhammad Ali was an activist. But to me, I look at it like, I don't know if Muhammad Ali set out to be an activist. I think Muhammad Ali is somebody who just took Muhammad a stand Ali for what he believed in. you treat me like you way you treat me like I don't see you treat me like that in front of my face. Like, you try to call yeah. me a sucker, and I know you're not no... You, how you gonna talk me like that in front of my face? <laughs> yeah, Muhammad how you gonna send me? How you gonna send me to war to go kill someone, and you killing me right now? And you want me to make sense right. of that? Yeah. I, I, I think that... Um, not, and, 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 and also fueled by the nation. Once the nation done picked up that reverence and that fire of a man like that, his link to that, and that was it. Yeah. That was well, it. Well, I think for that, for that time, um, see, Ali, when, when, when he was Cassius, he decided that he, was, he became Ali, and as soon as he became Ali, that's when they went after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what happened was, was that, you know, the nation was behind him, you know, and he knew that they feared the nation at that time. Yes, they were in fear of the nation. Totally. And so, um, you know, he was he was doing it because it was the right thing to do anyway, with or without the nation. With or without you the remember, nation, and, that's right, you know, yeah. yeah love, Ali said, you know, if a man has love in his heart, you know, then that man is love, you know? And mm-hmm. um, he had love for people in his heart, and that's why he was loved. Yeah. And he knew that. You know, and he didn't try to take advantage of that either, like some people try to capitalize on. That. I agree. He knew that he didn't need that. He knew that he didn't need that, and he knew who he was as a man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, and and that is something that reverberates with me. You know, every single day of my life, I understand who I am. I know who I am. I'm not afraid. You've done already done a whole bunch of stuff to me and my folks, mm-hmm. and so why do I'm not going to dwell on that? I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's right. You know, you know, keep moving forward. The stuff happens that I don't like. Yeah, it sure does. You know, is, is there anything I can do? Not for that particular situation, but I can contribute in some way that I can. Right. And for me, my contribution is, you know, in education. Education. That's right. That's and, right. And, and showing people the way. That's right. Yeah. Listen, because man, I appreciate you so much, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you too, man. And, um, I'm proud of you, you know. Listen, man, I'm trying to do what I can, man. For these things, things like this come, come to me, man, and they come in premonitions, man. I feel like right now I'm in a, in a perfect position to do some great things with my voice. Some of the stuff that I know, I love to impart knowledge and wisdom, and I'm always about building and development. So I'm just here to do, do my part, man, wherever I can be, you know, of assistance, man, be of service. Man. Yeah. You know, and that's all we can do. You know, if we all just did our little bit of part. That's it. You know, you know, that would be enough. That would <laughs> really be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if, if we all took uh, just five minutes to do our part, that would really do the do. Let me ask you one more question. Is there, a, do you have a chief goal and uh, um, what, what you're trying to achieve with the calendar? You know, my vision keeps going in and out um, on that, and so it hasn't become clear, but it, you know, it comes to fruition, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then, but it's not consistent. And so I know for me that that picture is starting to develop. 
That's right. Yeah. Right, it's starting to develop. And when the focus clears up, then I'll be able to see what it is. And before I leave you, I just wanted to, you to know that today, on April 24th, Right. 1972, Robert Red Wedgworth became the first African American director of the American Library Association. Look at that, son. And he's a librarian who was the founding president of Pro Literacy Worldwide, an adult literacy organization. How about that? I tell you, man. And I tell you, in the Quran, what was the first thing a man was supposed to know? Read. Yeah, Allah read. said, read, yeah. yo. <laughs> so so well, that's today in African American history, and uh, I want to thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate and, you, man. Uh, yeah. For all those listening, um, we'll have a calendar out soon, and uh, my cousin Rob here, and uh, everybody that works on his team will have this calendar up on their web on their page. Check out their page. Order through them. They're wonderful brothers. God bless you. I love it, my people. Yo, thank it, you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate what you're doing, and and, and if the vision isn't awareness, man, you're certainly definitely gonna capture that. We, because if anything, you know, with awareness, we, you know, that's where it starts to me. Just bringing awareness and enlightening people. I'm just thinking about all the young kids of color in the community. You know, the communities we grew up in, how they would right. benefit from something like this. Yeah, man. Because they, yeah. they, they yeah. no one's teaching them their history. So to, re to re invite them to, like, look, this is you. Yeah. You come from this. Yeah. And you give them, like I said, people people live with their eyes. And they see something yeah. that they want. Visual. Things, it's visual. Yeah. So. All right, good brother. I love you, man. Love you, too. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Yes, man. sir. Thanks we'll talk very soon. All right. Bye bye now. All right. All right. Get down, so. Yeah, so not. I mean, you know what? I, I look. Once we get the calendar and we get it up on the page, and everybody has an opportunity to view it, it's definitely something that's needed in our community. You know, we we are always forced to um, to to live with the history of our oppressors. We don't have an opportunity to really learn a lot about our history. You know, I, I went to the. Um, the museum in Washington DC and I was blown away that shit was such an emotional experience you know and I was fortunate enough to take my, uh, my wife and our children we went we all left there angry because it was a lot uh, just a lot of information to, to, to digest. actually yeah to digest mm -hmm. at one day but it was so rich in terms of our history so when you start talking about a calendar that tells you well on May 5th this happened. Such and such day. Yeah, that, this happened, you know, like... And remember, this is a calendar. It may not... It'll give you snapshots and sound bites of what happened. I'm, I'm thinking of... That should provoke dope. you to, to research now, more, yeah. you got your phone yeah. and your smart table or whatever, <laughs> go on your laptop, find out what that's about. You know, one of the, the best stories I love, I say it all the time, is Black Wall Street. The fact that only 60 years after we've supposedly it was emancipated, even though we weren't, mm -hmm. they didn't give us any land. After slavery, when niggas dried up clothes and everything, they said, all right, you're free. You're free. <laughs> you're At free. the same time, they was giving land to everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, realizing that land was what? The most well, valuable well, thing on the planet. Yeah. But there, luckily there was a black man of wealth found out that that was going on. That's, that's how Black Wall Street started. He went and bought sixty, like like fifty acres of that land that they weren't giving to nobody, mm -hmm. and he would only sell it to black people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now 
Oh, my, 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 that's, that's, I'm giving right back to my people. And now look what we're doing. Look at what we're doing when you leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. Building something of our own. 600 business. We had airplanes. We had hospitals. Our own hospital. Mm-hmm. That alone, and as many hospitals as I've been in, I, I, it's, it's a utopia type of thing. Yeah. Walking in a hospital with just black people, brother. Yeah. So or we, just us, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you you got it. You, you guys look. If you're listening, please check out our page because we're gonna post the calendar. Um, the calendars are still in pre-production when they're up and ready to yeah. go for sale. You know, you'll have the opportunity to purchase a calendar as well. You know, the plan is further down the road to make the calendars available digital, also. But this is just a good, important piece of history that we need to actually recognize. Acknowledge and Absolutely, at the end of the man. day, also support supporting the black owned business. Absolutely, so I'm, man. I'm all in on the subject of business. You know, I was also thinking the other day, like just about the new approaches to business as mm-hmm. a result of this. Mm-hmm. And again, I was saying that like, a lot of times creativity comes from a place of when you sort of boxed in, you have to figure out a new way to deliver services. Mm-hmm. Um, now, probably this had to be maybe like three or four years ago. I don't know if I share this with you, but AMC, the movie theater. Sent me their perspective. Yeah, you told Did me. I tell you about this? I told me about yeah, that. Yeah, and I read it, and I was like, and they acknowledged in it that Netflix was going to be like one of their biggest competitors. So now. Nemesis. You, yeah. Now it's crazy when you see a movie premiere. Now I'm anticipating, like, where is he going to show? Where is he going to show? And the shit says, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Wow. Every, like, everything. Everything now, now is direct expect- to consumer. That's it. Yeah. Everything's a stream. But. Business changed the model. The model has mm-hmm. now changed. We were working on this long time ago with having video conference in these in these areas. Mm-hmm. It was new. It started in my in my personal opinion. It started in, maybe in corporate America. It's probably happening in the military already. Well, the globalization. But, you think right, the globalization, the economy right, forced it that because I was in plenty of. Uh, a meeting where someone was in China, China. Yep. at the same time in India, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in Baltimore. And we're having, and it's a wide company. Like it's just not just us. It's like eighteen thousand people yeah. on this in different satellite locations. So that inviting it, the comfortability to do that. So now we can now advertise on it. So now you get it's crazy. Now, so yeah. here we are. You know, I just went to not too long. I went to a party on. <laughs> <laughs> you went to a party online. It was a, my my neighbor's daughters. They twin daughters. <laughs> Shout out to uh, to Kaylee and Carter. Um, they turned turned four or four twenty, yeah, son. Yeah. So I had a party for them all that. It was a bunch of kids. There. It yeah. was just crazy. It's like wow, look at me. I yeah. am on a virtual. They offered my daughter the opportunity to model change virtually too. Business model change. Another business model, and I I was reading this. Just imagine now that we and we get to the part of it, um, you know, sports not having an audience, but how do you still have a direct contact with? your fans and the players. Mm-hmm. Now we have this, you can talk to, you, they, they're gonna start promoting where fans and players, there'll be a fan and player time where you sit here and you just chat. Have a direct, yeah, have direct, a direct connection. What yeah. you got going on, what's going on? Or you just, yeah. you might enlighten you about something. They're gonna they're gonna find yeah. ways to keep people still interested because what, what, what so much of this is built on sport and show and entertainment and that lifestyle, what do you do now without that? Yeah. AMC can forget about it. AMC, I don't think they'll ever rebound from this. No. You know? So everything is going to go people in the to go out the, the house, watch the movie at home, but they can still watch it in the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which 
might happen now, and I'll promote this, maybe people will start in their homes, start building movie rooms. I mean, you know what? People who got more money probably already got, <laughs> got, got a few movie rooms in here, right? <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. You know, um, if AMC was smart, if I was AMC, my business model would shift from saying that I have to be the place that houses the movie to actually show the movie to, okay, I got to be the place that actually licenses the movie. So it's fine that now the movie's coming to your house, but we got to have an AMC platform They're gonna that have it comes to stream. through. They have to shut down all their locations to become mm-hmm. a streaming service, man. Yeah, that's the only that's way the it's going to work. Way. And, and, then, and, and just then, be told, and, that already existed. Like the wealthy cats and all that, they wasn't going to the theater. They were seeing all the movies in advance at home. Right. Pre- premieres were at certain locations, but you're getting a... The, the 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 streaming copy of it yeah yeah, yeah. have you, have you guys had the experience of contactless delivery yet like you you order something out and somebody come and they they just leave it laying around on your porch or whatever yeah, it is right. yeah contactless delivery you know and, and not to sound insensitive but you know most of the time if I ever order Uber Eats it's like a really awkward experience anyway like what am I supposed to say to the Uber Eats guy. Like you, are, there's no cash transaction. I never, I never did that. Yeah, there's no cash transaction. But you already what? tipped the person or whatever. So what is it like? You Uber this? Eats is nothing but like a delivery guy. That's yeah, yeah. I've had that pizza. So now it's contactless delivery. Where they'll leave it like on your your front stoop or whatever. They'll leave it, it on your table on the front. They're, yeah, yeah. Just use like yo. Just put it out front. I'll come out and get it. Or <laughs> just whatever. leave it right there. So. But yo, I, I mean, the reality that's of a, it is like that's you impersonal. Really need... Before you used to hand. Yeah, but. Uber, there's no cash transaction anyway, so you've already tipped the person and everything. It's not like you want to stand up and have a conversation with the Uber person. Yeah, they want to get on to their next delivery and make money. I never did that. Yeah, never did the Uber. It was funny to say I never did the Uber Eats, but I've ordered pizza before. What the fuck? Same type of shit. Yeah, yeah, same type of shit. And then you know everybody is trying to offer different services via Skype platforms now. You know something that really, really to me is like mind blowing. There are business entities now that still don't have a website. If you don't have a website at this point in time, you gotta be So how do you contact yourself. them? Just through phone? Like, how do you... If you're selling We're, goods or merchandise... Right, you have to have a correspondence. How do I correspond? Yeah. Can I talk to you? Or how do I buy your product when your doors are closed? Right. Because business don't stop. Contrary to people, people believe that business is nine to five. We ain't putting out flyers. Business don't... <laughs> business don't stop. Yo, people... People are conducting transactions... All the time. You think about like if you order something off of a website, they don't tell you after five o'clock you can't order. Your shit might not ship to the next day. But there are there are still businesses who don't have a website for people to order from. Now the funny thing about it is as a result of this, a business model may shift, right? Your overhead is what they call your brick and mortar. So it's paying paying for your building, utilities and all that shit. Whatever reality of it is a person could be a good entrepreneur and have their merchandise in a warehouse, their merchandise in a house or whatever it is, and ship, and you don't need that whole overhead as long as you have a website to display your products and an opportunity for people to order. So for places or businesses that don't have a website, I'm sure coming out of this, they're gonna be like, yo, we need to get a website, we need to get our products up online for people to order, and we need to figure out how we ship people our products. Because there are a lot of places that, you know, their doors are shuttered, their business may have suffered a little bit, but they're still making money as a result of online orders. People are ordering online. Right. You know, and truth be told, before this, how many people actually wanted to go in the store anyway? I'm the kind of dude that when I go to the store to shop, I know what I want. I go directly to that product. If they have it, great, I purchase it. If they don't, 
I'm out. I might, I might smooze around. And Not see me. You don't smooze? <laughs> I don't do no browsing. <laughs> Not me. Not I me. Do no browsing. I ain't doing no extra. Ain't got it. I gotta go. Nope. I don't do no browsing. I'm like, yo, all right. I want this. I go I in. It. You got it. All right. We good. You don't have it. All right. I'm out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Nice. 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 You know. Um. An interesting concept that I always try to explain to a lot of the people in my industry is that there are some people who are in leadership positions that are reluctant to allow people to work from home. And they're reluctant to allow people to work from home because they feel like people productivity their productivity is going to decrease. But the industry that I'm in requires people to actually work with people, you know, to actually interact, interact. and correspond with people. So if you spend a significant amount of time in the office behind your desk, how are you actually interacting and corresponding with people? Right. So depend, uh, that would only depend on the, the volume of correspondence that you have in that in that environment. If you if you're always consistently on the phone and email, that that's a contact. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. may not be physically or having to deal with someone physically, but there's still a contact. Whether you're on the phones, you're sharing information, you're sharing emails, you're on conferences. I know a lot of times. You know, watching my wife doing what she's doing. She's in a meeting at two, and then there's another one at three, and then she got to go, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's, there's variations. Yeah. But she's probably, she's doing, she's conducting business, but she's not yeah. responsible for actually delivering a physical service probably to a client. No. You know, so when you start thinking about it, and I always try to explain this to supervisors, to me, the person who's the least productive is the person that's in the office. Because if you're in the office and I can see you all day, how are you going out to actually interact with the clients to see the well-being? We're working. Uh, yeah. That's where the work is. Not at, at all. And not at the desk, not yeah. The desk. So now I think that people out are going to probably be more open to allowing people to work from home and knowing that the work is not actually in the office. And then the other thing I was thinking is that I've yeah. seen these down south. The first time I've seen it, this shit blew my mind. Have you seen um, drive-through liquor stores yet? I have down south. <laughs> Yeah, that shit is just like an oxymoron, right? Like oh, a contradiction. Oh my gosh, so you ain't supposed to be drinking and driving. What you doing with that shit? You got a fifth and you get pulled over. Why you get pulled over right after that? It's a setup. Yeah, drive through liquor stores. But see, them, them cops out there drunk too, so don't worry about it. Yo, liquor stores right now are on the rise since this happened. Like, liquor, liquor stores are making big, it's big It's funny, money. in a time of, of panic and fear, drink, sober niggas up. Because I need a drink. Battling, battling depression, um, drinking out of boredom. And a lot of it's out of boredom. Or if I've never done it before, but it was sitting there. Oh, someone get you know somebody give you a bottle of wine, but you don't drink wine. Let me indulge. Now nah, I'm gonna try it. Then you just pissy yourself. You just yeah. like I didn't know I was gonna do that to myself. <laughs> then you all twisted, stomach all tripping. Yeah, Fuck let me indulge. Man, um, since this been going on, like I've I've ordered bottles online. Yeah. I've um like there's a liquor store right down the street yeah. from us. I've gone to the liquor store down the street from us. They actually they got like a bin that they slide through the window and like all right, put your money in here, we'll come <laughs> back and get it. But yo, that shit is not new. When you grow up in the hood, all yeah, the liquor man. stores had the plexiglass, the so bulletproof, the, the spinner. The spinner the you have to put drink. your money, spin it. <laughs> it sound like it, it, it was it, your shit was in the little change. It's a shake. Yeah. Then you get, come on, son. Yeah. 
There was one. Nobody two, wrapped a brown paper yeah, bag was, like there, a liquor store. There was a liquor store I went to. It was like your hand, your fucking money was in a contraption booth. Like, you put it in, you slid the door, wham, pull his arm through, then got your money. Got, you know what I'm saying? It got, yo, it was crazy. Like, you know how many times they, yeah, they don't do robbed? not, yo, son, <laughs> do not, they not trusting nobody, son. Oh, you go in there, but like, yo, this is a big ad. But then there was liquor stores where you even did pick up a bottle. Them niggas got <laughs> them Albanian niggas that fuck you up, son. <clears throat> yo, we was talking about Peloton earlier. Peloton, a lot of the um. The exercises that they would do, mm-hmm. the activities, it would be from there, the Peloton Studios. Like, throughout the country, they had Peloton Studios. But they realized not wanting to lose out on money and knowing yeah. that they had to create content from their instructors. So, I would think as a, good, a, like. a, a grand gesture that they would give everybody a bike. But now, the instructors do classes live from their living room. Like, you see them in their house on the bike, training. Training, right, yeah, right, right. People, this is what you do from your... Um, from your house. And then another thing that... I probably would think, do it because I like riding bikes. That's just grueling though. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, you want to try it? Later on. <laughs> Later on. Before I have to call the paramedics. The yeah, paramedics in the, here real the, quick. I, um, I kind of had the foresight to do this. So I started out um, teaching. Right? When I first started out teaching, teaching college students at a, um, at a college... Right. I was in classroom right. And because the college was in New York City And I live up here in Connecticut That's dope that you and Rice are teaching it was, it, was, it was a lot Especially in the winter To drive Especially if the, you know, if the weather got bad I would have to drive like an hour and some change to get home Most of the time I got home The kids, my wife was sleeping and everything Because I was teaching after my regular work So I would teach evening classes at like 6.30 And they'd be like 6.30 to 9.30 right. I did that probably for like two years and then afterwards, I remember going to them and telling them, like, I really enjoy teaching, but I need to switch to the online platform. And part of it was the commute, but the other part of it was... They give you, you any hassle with doing that? No, nah, they didn't. Okay. Because they had a lot... At that time, they had a lot of people who was like, they wanted no parts of teaching online. So the other motivation for doing it is, like, one of the things that my wife and I, we've always talked about, is the possibility of moving out of New York State. Moving out of Connecticut, moving out of New York, just the tri-state area... Well, in general, go. yeah, and maybe moving like down south somewhere, mm-hmm. or if we want to move across the country, and I just viewed it as an opportunity mm-hmm. to for it to be, it's, it's portable, meaning that if I'm teaching online, she I could be, be anywhere. You like you're being Bucknell, Tennessee. I've been in Costa Rica, and still been teaching. I've been in Africa, and nice. <laughs> still been teaching. Nice. I've been where anywhere you you can name. I've been and still had the opportunity to teach because I'm teaching online classes. Um, and that to me has also been like a, a, a real eye opener because as a result of this, the school that I teach for, they had to shut down all their classes. And I remember them sending out like a mass email to all the professors and saying like yeah. all the classes are moving online to their credit. They wanted to still provide the opportunity for the students to get the education. And then the other thing, of course, they wanted to figure out as an institution is how do we continue to make money by getting the students' tuition. So all of the people who were teaching in class then had to make this huge transfer to now teach online. And I sit in some of these like professor meetings and I hear about the struggles that people have. I'm like, oh shit. Connectivity, it's just connecting. It's connectivity, it's not knowing how to set up the system. They have like things called grade books that you have to put the assignments in. 
Um, they have like the the actual face to face connection with the studio, like the platform they use. That people, people don't realize with. they're using a, a, a computer. All of it is program driven. So if you follow directions, you're setting. And they give directions. They'll give you the directions you to have no T choice. on how to do everything. Yeah, they got it. They have to. People still can't get it though. People don't want to take people the still time. Still can't get it. They you know why time. people can't get it though? There are some people who are reluctant to make the transition because there are people who are purists that believe that what I do can't translate into being done mm-hmm. online. So yeah. if you, if, if that's the premise yeah, that just, you set out with, you're not gonna you're not, exactly. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna do nothing. You no. know. So that that transition in itself, like I feel like I was like light years ahead of it right. and was able to easily adapt. Like I didn't miss a beat. I already told them for this semester coming up. I'm like, you know what? I'll take four classes. Usually I only do two. Right. Usually I only do two, but I'm like, I'll, I'll do four. But um, they had they had me originally with three. One was like an accelerated one and then they was like, oh, we'll split. You know, we'll split one because you got like 40 students in it. I'm like, all right, you know, fine. That's your class? Yeah, 40, 40. They have 40. So now I'm probably going to have 20 and one and 21 and another one. A lot of work goes into it behind the scenes, but something I enjoy. I, I teach... Um, Group dynamics. I teach drugs and behavior. And group one dynamics. year they had me teach what was it? Health and something. They approached me to teach. This is a running joke. I always tell my wife. They approached me to um, to teach women's health, and I was telling my wife like, "What the hell am I? One, I'm not a health expert. Two, what could I possibly say to a woman about about her health? About her health? health? Yeah, like see." Yeah. Trying to mix up the game, so. You know who really taking a beating, I think, in this downtime, though? A lot of the celebrities. Yeah. And the entertainment folks. Did you see well, the Black China stuff? Off, off the, the 150 NBA players. Oh, yeah. Not that they're celebrities, but, you know, you, you go into that lifestyle with a, a certain precedence and thinking, yeah, oh, I'll use the word arrive. I'm set. And then for your legs to be cut from you just, just like that, because now what yeah. you going to do, so... That alone, son. But the Black China thing, I didn't get a chance to check. Oh my God, yo! Um, respect the Black China though. Black China is now selling. She looked. The last picture I seen of her though, <laughs> she was looking real weird, son. She's looking real. She's she's selling. She's selling follows though. Like you could purchase from her if you want her to follow you. You could purchase. I think it's either one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars. She'll Facetime you for nine hundred dollars. One time. She'll follow you, and maybe it'll stay there. She won't interact with <laughs> you, but she'll follow you. But she'll she's follow selling you. follows. She's selling follows, and she's charging, I think, 900 for she, FaceTime. That's a, glo- that's a global thing. That's a global mm-hmm. thing. Trust me. You're, I'm not knocking her hustle. I, listen, if someone bought it. And that's where I'm at with it, too. That's where I'm at. If she got too. paid from it. That's where I'm at with it, too. We, 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 we don't live in a... We live in a capitalistic society. As long as the window is open, you as far as you can see, that's as big as this world, as your world is. Trust me, man. We live in a big world, so her clients are probably all in Australia. Mm-hmm. Just for the fun, I paid to it. I she follows it just so you can show it. Like, come on, man. People do stuff like that. I tip my cap to her. You know why? Because tell me, what's Black China's skill? What talent does she have? Manipulation. <laughs> 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 Pure manipulation. manipulation. But yo, think about it. Like in this downtime, she probably was getting a bag from doing like walkthroughs, going through clubs, and making appearances and stuff like that. All that shit is shuttered now. Well, you first, can't first, get that. Her first association with homeboy, Rob right? Kardashian. Then she didn't no, she but Tiger. Been, she was right, a Tiger first. Right. So that meeting. Then where was she prior to that? 
But she's a dancer, she's a strip yeah. club, so taking nothing away from the strip club, you know what I'm saying? She's just out here, son. <laughs> Black child, I don't, that's something that my, I, I watch my daughters talk about, like, and I be like, oh, here we go, Black child. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, but if she, to me, if there's somebody who's out there, but for for the sake of like for the sake of making making a little listen, she's she's enough of a celebrity to if somebody paying, that's just that's what it is, right? That's what it is. She threw it out there. She threw it out there and it stuck. Yeah. Somebody did it. Yeah. Somebody had to. If somebody, I'm not mad at her. Like, look, this is a this is a capitalistic society. If somebody willing to pay for it, if that's I don't what the think market says, there's no bad idea. I think she had an idea. Let me see if somebody going. And somebody stupid and enough. did it and yeah. did it just to prove her right, pretty much. Well, you know what's bug? They have an app. Actually, I don't know if it's an app or a platform, but they have this new let's call it a service a service where you could get celebrities to give you like a birthday shout out. Or to say hi to yeah. somebody or whatever it is, and each celebrity on it has their rate listed. So you could get, um, let's say you wanted um, um, Mark Wahlberg to call you on your birthday, and, I, and Mark Wahlberg is, is so far gone. I'm sure he probably wouldn't be on the app, but it would be a price of five hundred dollars, and for five hundred dollars, he'll do a drop for you to say, "Hey, ha- happy birthday, Rob," and you can show it to all your friends. So that just shows me that your people will figure out a way to monetize anything. Anything. If as long as you got an idea and you think someone will bite enough or bite onto it enough or you say, yo, I wonder someone whatever you put out there, whatever you put out there. If people are willing to purchase it, can be so yeah. You know what you know I was I was telling um telling my kids at one point. Some of the shit that's for sale now wasn't for sale when I was a kid, right? When when we went to the amusement park as kids, you had to wait your ass in that line All to day. get on the roller coaster. All day. Now you go to the amusement park, yo, here's the fast pass. You ain't gotta wait in no line. You pay a couple extra dollars, you stand it. Right, you for come the back, come pay the extra thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. And then the other shit also the is tickets are already seventy five. Exactly. The look at the parking. Now the same yo, the same parking lot that always existed, if you pay twenty five dollars more, you could park in these spaces the closer to closer <laughs> to the front. Like it's something about exclusivity that sells. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Feeling you have one up on, on somebody. somebody. Yeah. That, but that's that's that was that's first class and coach. Exactly. You got to walk past first class <laughs> and be like, hold on, I'm leaving this to go sit back. Fuck out of here, sir. Yeah. So, or you just ride on a jet. No one knows what that is, but you you see it. It's like, yeah. that's much better. That's first class. The entire room is first class. <laughs> Man, I'm interested in seeing though what the inta- the entertainers do now, given the fact that they're talking about potentially there won't be any shows until 2021. So show money gonna dry up, and you know people are locked in these 360 music deals. So everybody's like, well, just release more music. You will release more music, but if the record label was going to profit predominantly from you releasing the music, and you was getting your money from well, going out artists, on the road doing the shows, say they make they, they make their most money doing on the shows. Yeah. yeah. That's tough that you can't get out and, and, and be. Yo, that's why Teddy Riley was trying to charge originally for the verses. Did you hear about that? Yeah, and I think um, there was there was some performances on the Ralph McDaniel shit too. 
people, you know, people are still putting their, maybe they just out there getting their, getting their shit warmed up for when niggas gotta come outside. Let me, let me warm up. Let me, let me, act, let me, let me, let me, let me, you know what I mean? Let me rehearse a couple of, man, it's a good idea. I mean, right now, we should be in the mind of, in a monetary thinking mind. We should be able to be, and back to being as creative as possible, but create with quality, create with um, some integrity that you would use the product yourself or you would want your mother or your grandmother to use, use it, yeah. the product no or doubt. you want your, your, your grandmother or mother to, to have to get that kind of service where she's satisfied and like, damn, you know yeah. what? I, I, I'm coming again. Now, I will, I will say this, given the production that Teddy Riley was trying to put together, that was worth $10. Yeah. If he could, yeah, like if he, <laughs> if he, if he, I mean, he did, I think, a Black Street reunion show on his, now, his you know, platform. And, you know what? And it's funny, you, it's funny, you put, you put a dollar value on it because, he like I said, ten dollars, I think, because I was saying to myself, and I think Swiss was saying, it, and I noticed was a Swiss mind when he see them numbers. You got all them people. That's a lot of stadiums, my nigga. They how, much of, how much of them tickets at them fucking stadiums? They got, they gonna versus is gonna go on for a long time because once all the shit clear up. This is viewed as being non-essential. So Versus is going to be here for, for some time to say Now, Versus may transform from us watching on Instagram to us watching on MTV, VH1, Fuse TV or something. And advertisers get involved and they generate some revenue from so it. So that should have gone to title, mass appeal, and revolt. <laughs> it, has, it has to go somewhere where they get, they get money from it because there's going to be a lot of entertainers that's left out in the cold as a result of this. You know, like... This, I read somewhere where somebody was saying that they believe that this is really going to, like, level the playing field where a lot of people who you thought had money is going to show up now like they actually don't have money. They was living, like, appearance to appearance. Right. So, shit's scary, man. Not, not the truth is coming out, man. This is, <laughs> nah, everything gets revealed in, 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 this, in this time of life, man. If you can't hold your own, it's... You're done. You're done, man. Yeah, you're you, you done. So, yo, so the moral of this story on this bonus episode is that you have to reinvent yourself. Like, use this time wisely. Yes, you know, make sure that you, you're productive. You know, if crack a book, you know, exercise, do some home improvements. You know, tell your, tell your old lady you love her. Spend some right. time with your kids. Because when you, when you read, you read, you get inspired. And when you get inspired, Ideas forming your head, you might wanna some shit will pop in your head. You might have wanted to make pancakes. You might have wanted to bake. You might have wanted to crochet. You might have wanted. You know what I'm saying? You might have had so many ideas that you just sat upon because you daily life and the things yeah. you got going on, and because you're taking care of your mom or all these the distractions pulls you away from it. This is a good time to revisit. It. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing much more cooking now myself. Than, than I've ever did in the past Like You know like Just Like alright I'm gonna get behind the, Get behind the stove Get on the pots and pans And And cook stuff like Now I'm not even talking about my wife I'm just talking about me and, You know And I'm I'm like a basic chef Like I get you a burger I get you some a Chicken Some you know, chicken I found, <laughs> I, I found like myself work, Like Like how I worked When I was in When I was working at Price When I was, was working on those two floors I just like I'm, I'm trying to keep everything in order Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make sure there's never no dishes in the sink. Just pick up after that. Pick up after that. Same shit. Because wifey's over here in the corner. She's doing the work thing. I don't want her to disturb. And the kids is just rambunctious. Manage your house. Yeah, Hold son. it down. So I'm, I'm running it like 
like I'm running it at the office. You know what I'm saying? Because when we's at the office, you get these young accountants and these young young execs running through here. They don't know how to put pencils back. They fucking up the, fu- the, the, the fax machine is jammed up with paper. They don't know how to put paper. Yo, it's everything. You got to keep all these little kids in order. But you want them to thrive and strive and do all the things they got. You know, it's crazy, son. So, yeah. life for a stay-at-home, stay-at-home dad. So, again, use this time to be productive. You know, if you're a business, you know, reinvent yourself. Let this drive the creativity to figure out yes. how you take your business to the next level. Trust me. Everything that I'm hearing is saying that, you know, we, we flattening the curve and that everything is going to be open soon. But I'm also hearing information that it's, there's a the potential to fall, that we may be on hiatus again. So let this be a learning experience. And for the celebrities, look, I, I don't knock your hustle. Like, if you could get somebody to pay $900 for you to FaceTime them, I totally understand. you got to feed your family. And, you know, you got to get your coin however you get your coin. Right, that card note. I get that card note, sir. Yeah. So check us out again. We on Spotify. We on Apple Podcasts. We on Stitcher. We on SoundCloud. We on Google, right? Google Podcasts. Podcasts. Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. We in there. We out there, man. So check us out, baby. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.